I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. here as always and happy November. It is officially November and I can't believe it but I'm really happy because the first Wednesday of every month means a solo podcast episode from me to you. So I have been getting tons of loving feedback from you on my solo podcast episode so I can't thank you enough and I'm sure you will be extra excited to hear what I have planned for the podcast in 2023 but we don't need to get into that today but that was just me dropping a little Easter egg like Taylor Swift does. And while we're on the topic of Taylor Swift, I hope you are all enjoying her Midnight's album. I do believe I mentioned in a previous podcast episode, probably last week, that I have been listening to Midnight's and at first listen, I was like, yeah, this isn't my favorite album of hers, but it's good. Well, it's still not my favorite album of hers, but I am absolutely obsessed with it. It is the soundtrack of my life these days. (laughs) So I hope you're enjoying it too, but I don't want to spend too much time talking about Taylor Swift because we all know I could spend an entire episode plus talking about Taylor Swift. And we have a topic request from a listener today. And I really appreciate that this listener sent in this topic request. So just a reminder, you can send topic requests to me through email or Instagram direct message. I can guarantee you that email is the best way to reach me. So just email me at hello at megdoll.com. I will put my email address in the show notes. So make sure you go check that out. Or if you have a topic that you're just so wanting me to talk about in a future episode, I would really appreciate you sending me in a topic request because I love knowing what you want me to talk about. It helps me out, but I, I just love hearing from you. And I did mention that you can message me on Instagram by all means, like my DMs are open. However, I will say DMs can get pretty messy. I get a lot every single day. And I also am most often on my computer seeing clients. Like that is my business. I'm seeing clients one-on-one every single day of the week, multiple times a day. And so, you know, I don't spend a great amount of my time on Instagram answering direct messages. I do what I can. I try to do my best. But with all that being said, emailing me is absolutely the best way to get a hold of me or send in your topic requests. However, 
I also accept them through Instagram DM. And this is where I actually received today's topic request. And I'm just going to read it word for word for you right now because I'm going to be dedicating the entire episode to this topic request. I think there's a lot here and I can go into great detail on this topic. So let's get started. Here is the message I received from our listener. I wanted to gain some weight back, but I'm afraid it feels too out of control. I think about food all the time and only want to eat sugar and salt, cookies, muffins, and chips. It's exhausting and I feel so guilty afterwards. I understand the restrict then binge cycle, but I feel like I'm binging forever. My BMI is 16. It's not that low, so I don't know why my cravings are so intense. Please talk about this on your show because I am struggling. I think I would rather go back to having no appetite and be thin and in control. Thank you. So I want to be very clear that um, my heart goes out to this individual who sent me this message. I can personally relate to where she's at in her journey. I have 100% been there myself before, and I know what it feels like firsthand to feel like, you know, you would rather go back to your old ways, have no appetite, be thin, and feel as though you're in control. But um, as I said before, there is a lot for me to say about this, and I just have a lot to answer back on this message. So we'll just kind of jump back to the beginning of this message and work our way through. So first of all, she says, I wanted to gain some weight back, but I'm afraid it feels too out of control. I think about food all the time. So let's stop there. The fact that you are thinking about food all of the time tells me that your body is hungry for food. So we have to remember that when like hunger is not just limited to your like that physical sensation in your stomach that is not the be all and end all that is not the only definition of what hunger is so when you're feeling as though you are out of control around food or that you just are thinking about food all the time this is a sign that your body is desperate for energy. So again, like I said before, I deeply resonate with this message and I have felt like years ago, probably a decade ago, I could have wrote this message myself. This is basically where I was exactly a decade ago. So back in 2020 or 2012, I would have 
been able to write this message myself. So I just want you to know that um, to this specific listener, or if you resonate deeply with this message that this listener sent in, I too have felt this personally, and you can heal from this. So I am telling you, you know, firsthand experience, personal experience, but also as a professional who helps women on a daily basis through these exact things. So like I said, when you are thinking about food all of the time, this is a sign that your body is seeking out food and your body is trying to communicate with you that you are hungry. So mental hunger is a very real thing, okay? I often like using the example if we wake up tired, for an example, let's say we had a really rocky night's sleep, we didn't sleep that well, and we wake up and we're still tired when we wake up, one of the very first thoughts we might have when we wake up is, oh, I'm tired, or oh, I feel so tired still right? And then we're going through our morning or going through our day. And whenever we notice that we're tired, our thoughts are immediately like, we're kind of fixated on how tired we are. And we are always thinking about how tired we are. And we're thinking about, oh, I can't wait till I can go to bed tonight. So Nothing changes when it comes to feeling hungry. So your mind is going to fixate on what it is that your body needs. So when you are in desperate need of food, you are absolutely going to be feeling as though you're thinking about food all the time. Personally, so this is a personal share, but the only time I felt like I was obsessed with food and the only time in my life where I felt like all I did was think about food was the time in my life where I was not eating enough and I was underweight. And we'll get to that point because like we'll get to that um, part of this message because that relates as well. But in my own life, when I was underweight, under eating and my body was in desperate need of food that was the time in my life where I was thinking about food the most I also want to use a client of mine as an example right now so I started working with this client back in about March or April of this year she's a teen client of mine And when we first started working together, every single session was food focused. I wasn't the one bringing up food, but whenever I kind of opened up the session and asked her what, you know, we wanted to talk about this week, it was very food focused. That's all we ever talked about. And now fast forward to October, like I said, I started working with this client back in March or April, and she's in a completely different place now. She is actually fueling her body very well, completely different to how she was when we first started working together. And now when we have our sessions, 
She asks me no questions about food. We're very rarely talking about food, honestly, never talking about food. And to me, this shows me that, you know, she is not fixated on food anymore because I know what she's eating and I know she is actually fueling her body properly. And so that's just another example of how I can notice or how I can tell when someone is actually at a place of nourishing their body well versus under eating. And then this listener goes on in her message and says, I only want to eat sugar and salt, cookies, muffins, and chips. So we have to see these cravings as ways our body is trying to communicate with us. So when we're having cravings, there is nothing wrong with having cravings. I want us to start seeing uh, having cravings as good things. This is a way that our body communicates with us. This is a way that we can better understand our bodies and better understand you know, what it is that our bodies need. We can actually learn so much about what it is that we need through cravings. So this is a really helpful piece of information from this listener, but I do encourage this listener or any one of you who feel as though you all you want to eat is sugar and salt or things like cookies, muffins, chips, those sorts of foods. Like if this is something that you're you find yourself craving all the time, Instead of seeing this as something that's wrong with you or something that's bad or naughty or forbidden, let's look at it with curiosity and compassion and see it as literally a message that our body is trying so hard to communicate to us. So first of all, let's talk about the sugar. When we feel like we are craving sugar all the time, we have to look at, okay, how does sugar actually, like, why would my body be craving sugar? And so when we look at our cravings as these incredible pieces of information, we can understand that when our bodies are craving sugar, they are actually wanting quick energy okay because sugar so sugar is a type of carbohydrate and carbohydrates are our body's preferred energy source okay and then second of all sugar is a really easy to digest carbohydrate so not only is sugar a form of carbohydrates, which are our body's preferred energy source, but it's also very quick. It's a very quick digesting. It's easy to access that type of energy. So when our bodies are craving sugar, that means our body wants energy and it wants it quick. Okay. And so just another 
piece of information from this listener that tells me she is in fact not eating enough and her body needs more food and her body's like make it quick I want more easy energy okay so that's what happens when we crave sugar is our body wants more energy and this is something to consider like how many carbohydrates are you actually eating right because again sugar is a carbohydrate and so your body is trying to communicate to you that it needs quick energy but also probably you need to start eating more carbohydrates and then also this listener mentions that she finds herself craving salt and so this can be like an electrolyte or a mineral imbalance so salting your food like I'm a huge advocate for using like mineral like real mineral salt and salting your food throughout the day so this is really important to just make sure that we are getting the minerals that we need on a daily basis and yeah it's just honestly a way that our body is communicating to us that you know maybe there's an electrolyte or some type of mineral imbalance It's also important to note that our adrenals really benefit from having a high quality sea salt on a daily basis. So oftentimes we will notice that we are craving salty things or just salt in general when our adrenals are like screaming at us for support. And then again, that's just information for us to learn more about our our bodies and more about where we are at and these messages that they're trying to communicate to us. So our adrenals become out of balance when they are stressed. So adrenals are out of balance when there's more stress being placed on our body than our bodies can actually handle. So this means over-exercising, under-eating, and just like a great deal of mental stress as well. So one way to actually approach this salt, these salt cravings, is like I said before, getting a high-quality mineral salt. I just use the Real Salt brand. It's like Redmond's Real Salt. You can basically buy that at pretty much any grocery store. Um, We don't have any fancy grocery stores around here, but I can get it at the grocery store here. So that's something that I would recommend you do. But also going back to what we've been talking about before, increasing what we are eating overall because our adrenals are stressed out, they need more food, and perhaps dialing back your exercise. However, I have no idea how much this individual who sent in this message is exercising. And then just going on to what she had said, she elaborated a little bit more after she said that she was craving sugar and salt. She got pretty specific with the fact that she's craving cookies, muffins, chips, that sort of food. So I want to be super clear that there is nothing wrong with craving 
cookies, muffins, chips. But she was very specific in her message that she feels as though like this is all she wants to eat. And again, I feel like we're kind of learning in this episode what cravings actually mean and what do cookies, muffins, chips, like all have in common, right? Like they are usually like a sweet, um, more decadent, more energy dense type of food. So for an example, cookies and muffins, they may have like a great deal of sugar in them or, you know, a good amount of carbohydrates and fat as well. So usually these are energy dense foods and when we are craving foods such as these again there is no issue with eating cookies muffins chips i have been eating cookies basically every day because i have been making my own homemade sourdough cookies there is nothing wrong with eating cookies but just going off of learning what our cravings are meaning and when we find ourselves craving energy dense foods or foods that are really rich in carbohydrates again this is a huge sign that the body is not receiving the amount of energy aka calories that it needs and it is doing anything it possibly can to get your attention and be like hey I need energy. I need more energy now. So this is a huge sign that you do very much need to be eating more food. Now, going on to her next part of this message, she said, it's exhausting and I feel so guilty afterwards. So this is really where, you know, I would say I can come in and be of support to you or anyone who resonates with this message at all. When there is guilt associated with how we nourish our body or, you know, if we are craving cookies or chips or muffins and maybe we eat those foods and then we start feeling guilty about it, that is, that is not a healthy relationship with food. Nourishing our body or eating any type of food should not come with guilt. This is a very big sign that we need to work on healing our relationship with food and our beliefs around food. When we eat anything, it should not be followed by the feelings of guilt. Okay, and if it is, that means that we believe something to be true about the food, or we believe something to be true about ourselves if we eat that food. So, this is really where I work with my clients on their belief systems about themselves, about their bodies, and about the food that they eat. Because, honest to goodness, you deserve to go through life and experience food and enjoy food, whatever types of food you want to be eating and be able to experience them and move away from it without the feelings of guilt. So if you are ever 
experiencing guilt in association to the food that you eat, that is something that we need to work on. And just a reminder, this is something that I support my clients with literally on a daily basis. So if this is something that resonates with you or speaks to you, if this is like, you know, you're listening to this and you're like, wow, that is so me, please know I am here for you. And it is not like you don't deserve to feel this way around food. You deserve to eat food, whatever that food is, and not be experiencing the guilt afterwards. So there's nothing wrong with the food. There's nothing wrong with you. What we need to work on is our belief system around the food and around what it means about us when we eat the food. And then she says that she understands the restrict then binge cycle. So what this means is when we restrict all day, then, you know, the body needs to do something. The body is always trying to help us survive. Like that is what our body is always trying to do. No matter what your body is always like, that is the body's job to help you survive. So if you restrict all day, or if you restrict all week, and then you find yourself binging on weekends, that's what she means. She says she understands the restrict then binge cycle, but she says she feels like she's binging forever. And this is just, again, a sign that her body really does need this food. And I also want to take a little bit of a pause here and talk about the word binge as well, because like binging is a real thing. Okay. Binge eating disorder is a real word. Like it is a real disorder that people truly do struggle with. But as a practitioner who has overcome her own eating disorders and now I work with women on a daily basis who are recovering from eating disorders or disordered eating, I really do feel that the word binge can be thrown around a lot and way more than it should be. What I'm saying here is we really, really really need to be careful with how we use the word binge. Most often this is like this is not a true binge most often is what I'm saying. And most often like we we actually need to see that what's actually happening is our body is just trying to help us eat the proper amount of food. So I can almost guarantee that this individual, especially given everything else she's included in this message and including her BMI, I would say that she is not eating enough food and this is actually not a true binge, although it feels like it is because she's eating more food than what she feels comfortable. But we need to 
absolutely recognize that as women especially, we are so confused about how much food we actually need. And honestly, I really do think that this is why I was put on earth. Like I am so determined to support women in healing their relationship with their bodies, healing their relationship with food, but also get really excited about nourishing their bodies in the way that they were meant to be nourished. And that does not include restriction. So if you're feeling like you're binging all the time, I would kind of go out and say that it's a response because you are not eating enough food and this is your body's way of saying, hey, I need more food. And then, um, like I said, we just have to be really careful about labeling something as a binge when in reality we might just be eating a lot more food than we're used to eating but it feels like a binge because of that but in reality it's like we're just starting to maybe eat closer to the amount that we actually need to be eating and you know I I understand that this isn't uh enjoyable experience it's not you know, when you restrict all week and then maybe, you know, you go home at the end of the day or on weekends and you just cannot stop eating, right? Like this is, this is absolutely a cycle that I understand you don't want to be in, but I can guarantee you that we can break this cycle. We can end this cycle by nourishing our bodies correctly and properly with enough food and if it's the if it's these episodes what you're referring to as binging if it's that that's really what bothering you it can all be addressed by nourishing your body properly and like I said that's a hundred percent what I am here for Noting that her BMI is 16, that is extremely low. So another piece of information for me that this individual does need to nourish her body more abundantly and get her body to a healthier spot. And again, this is something that I support my clients with on a daily basis And I do think that um, it's important to acknowledge that she said that it's not that low when indeed it is. And, you know, I don't place a lot of emphasis on BMI or weight in my practice personally because it's not like... I have gone through eating disorder recovery and this is where I'll get really real with you guys in this episode, but like I've gone through eating disorder recovery before. I know the amount of um, like the the emphasis that they place on weight. I remember going to see my dietitian on a weekly basis and if you're familiar with my story at all, you will know how much I absolutely adored my dietitian. So this is no shade to her. She was my whole inspiration of going to university and studied studying dietetics in the first place. But this is, you know, what people are trained to do when dealing with eating disorders. But 
what I'm trying to get at is there is so much focus and so much emphasis placed on weight and not enough focus or not enough support targeted to like the mental aspect of things and also the inner healing aspect of things, which is why I study things like somatic therapy and parts work therapy. And this is why I'm becoming certified in these types of therapies because it is those practices that set me free of an eating disorder. It was not what my BMI was. It wasn't that like, okay, once I reached X number of weight, then I was totally, you know, healed and free of an eating disorder. That's not what happens. So what I'm trying to say is the practitioner that I am, I do not place a huge amount of focus on weight and BMI. However, the reason I am talking about it is because our listener wrote to me and included this in her message. And I can say with 100% certainty that that is a very low BMI. And um, I don't, you know, think that like I, I personally don't agree when she says that this isn't that low because it is and it does make sense as to why her cravings are so intense. So her last piece of this message that really hit me right in the heart and makes me want to leap out of my screen and reach out to all of you and wrap all of you in my arms who are struggling with this today. She says, I think I would rather go back to no appetite, be thin and in control. So as I shared, I deeply resonate with this because this is something that would have probably came out of my mouth a decade ago. I know what it's like to feel as though um, thin is being the best thing in the world. And I know what it's like to believe that you are in control when you have no appetite. And I also know how confusing it can be to feel as though you're out of control because of these what feel like binge episodes. I completely understand. But I will say that there is no such thing as having control when you're dealing with an eating disorder or disordered eating. There is no such thing as having control when you're dealing with something like that. It is a false sense of control and you actually will never experience having control in your life until you get out of this struggle with an eating disorder or disordered eating. So even though it feels as though that gives you control, it is a false sense of control and you are the farthest from being control in control of your life when you are dealing with something like that. And um, I actually wrote a blog post many, many, many moons ago, and it was titled, Sometimes You Have to Let Go of Control in Order to Gain Control. And I really do believe that that perfectly sums up, like, you know, kind of what 
eating disorder recovery is or disordered eating recovery is, we have to let go of these things that feel as though or allow us to feel as though we're in control in order to gain like true control of our life because like I said there's truly no such thing as being in control of your life when something else is controlling you whether that's an eating disorder or disordered eating and then I just want to elaborate on you know the other two pieces of that last sentence so just to be clear Having no appetite is a sign that your body is literally shutting down. You are supposed to experience hunger. You are supposed to experience body warmth. You are supposed to experience like a sex drive. Okay. Like there's three things, hunger, like the three H's, hunger, hot, and horny. I'll also add in a fourth H and that is happiness. So hunger, you are supposed to experience. This is a sign of health. When you're not experiencing hunger, like I said, this is a sign that your body is shutting down, that your metabolism is not functioning the way that it needs to be functioning. So you know, I know these episodes that you're referring to or labeling as a binge feel as though you are out of control. But, you know, like I said before, if we start to nourish our bodies properly, we're not going to experience this extreme amount of hunger. But you absolutely should be waking up and being like, huh, I could eat right now. Like I'm kind of hungry. And then a couple hours later, you should be experiencing hunger and think, huh, I'm kind of hungry. I'm going to grab a snack or another meal or whatever it is. And then a couple hours later, you should be like, huh, I'm feeling hungry again. And I could go on, but I think you get the cycle there, right? Every few hours after eating, like you should feel as though, huh, okay, I have a little bit of hunger. And whether that's grabbing another meal or another snack, like that is what we do. And this is a sign of health. So, you know, reading, like I I understand that when you feel as though you want to go back to having zero appetite, going back to being in a thin body, going back to feeling like you're in control, I understand that you were in a at a point in your life where you're dealing, whether that's with like an eating disorder or disordered eating. I recognize that. But I also want to say that like when we say these things when we say that we wish we could just go back and never have like not have an appetite that is also saying like I just wish I I'm not healthy okay like having hunger is a sign of health we want to experience this and then to also you know kind of I'll kind of start wrapping up here, but the last thing that I want to kind of put out there because I can't not talk about this is the fact that um, this listener 
really does desire to be thin. And, you know, we do live in a world that causes us to believe certain things about our bodies and the way that our bodies should look like, right? Um, And we fear looking other ways because of diet culture and the pressures to look a certain way. So I do want to acknowledge that. And that is also an area that I help my clients heal from. It has a lot to do with our past experiences as children growing up and also reshaping our belief system. Again, this is something I support my clients with on a daily basis. So I, I know this episode was a heavier one, but um, you know when I got this message on Instagram, like I said... I had been there myself before and I just felt this message deep in my soul. I always love dedicating the first message or the first episode of every month to a solo episode and this message came to me on Instagram just within the past week so I wanted to make sure to take some time and answer But what I will leave you with today is that healing is absolutely possible. I am living proof of this. I felt the exact same as this listener who sent this message into me, as I said, like a decade ago. And I truly did not ever think the life that I am living today, that I am experiencing today was possible for me. I really didn't. I thought that, you know, being thin or being small or being lean or being the smallest person in the room was all I wanted out of life. And it's so sad to even like really say that out loud, but it's true that 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 is what I thought at one point. Like that's that's what I thought I had to offer the world. But what I'll leave you with today is, you know, you are so much more than your body and if you are exhausted by obsessive thoughts around food if you are exhausted by feeling as though you have to look a certain way in order to move through life if you are exhausted by feeling out of control around food and you honestly just want to feel normal and you are done feeling exhausted around food and your body image issues and you're just done with this, please know I'm your girl because I've been through all of that myself. I dedicate my life to this type of work now And I would love to support you with this. So as always, I left my email in the show notes. Please email me if this episode resonated with you at all. If you feel like I could potentially support you at all in your healing journey. I do have spots for about four private coaching clients right now. Two to four Um, depending on whether you want to see me weekly or on a bi-weekly schedule. 
but um, there is freedom outside of these struggles, my loves, and I am here for you. I would be absolutely honored to work with you. And if any of this resonates, you can send me an email. I love you all so much. And I will be back next week with a brand new episode. And don't forget, if you want more episodes like this, just shoot me a message and I can absolutely record more solo episodes for you. And thank you again to the beautiful, lovely, sweet soul who sent this message into me. I am sending all of my love your way and I'm here for you. Thank you.